Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us once again on this episode of Griffey's Naptime Podcast. I'm Dustin Ryan, joining you, as always, in the Beacon Hill neighborhood of Seattle, Washington. And here, joining me in the flesh, is Michael Ajetto. I'm not in Dustin's phone. Yeah, that's good. It's about time. You were... Uh... You're relegated to my to my crappy phone speaker. It, it felt bad. Yeah, but now you're here. You're a real boy. You're right here in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Memorial Day today. Do you have any plans? Um, mostly to not commemorate any soldiers. Oh, that's <laughs> opposite of uh, what the holiday is meant for. But that's all right. Everybody celebrates holidays in their own uh, specific way. Mm-hmm. We have a lot to talk about today. Uh, we need to get to around the league. And, of course, we need to get to the Seattle Mariners. But before we do that... There's something I wanted to talk about. Uh, Ichiro Suzuki mm-hmm. is a man we talked about in our last episode. And since then, he's had another zinger of a quote. Ichiro, obviously, first and foremost, known for his ability on the field. But secondly, he's known for these weird, hilarious jokes that he says that are just deadpan. You know, he... My favorite's the Kansas City one. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has another one of those, which I'm sure will become infamous along with the rest Gosh. of them. Uh, and I just wanted to tell it to you. Ichiro is playing in Miami now, as we covered last week. Uh, he is a guy that prefers to have a lot of notice when he's about to play because he likes to be able to be prepared. Uh, but lately, he hasn't been given that much notice because he's not very good. So he, right. he'll, he'll come on the field as a pinch hitter or as a starter if one of the other starters gets hurt and has to be scratched late. But he's been doing really well in these situations where he hasn't been given very much notice. So, okay. so manager Don Mattingly says this. He says... He always loves having early notice. I'm thinking now, after that late notice, maybe the way we go with him is to surprise him on game day. And Ichiro has this to say about that. There are some jokes that are funny. (laughs) And sometimes the people that tell the jokes have to be funny. And Mattingly is not one of those guys. But he's trying to be funny. Uh, (laughs) So that's a pretty solid burn. (laughs) Wow. And clearly Ichiro is not, not liking entertaining the idea of of uh, right. being He's, surprised with his this, playing time. You don't want to mess with his preparation, yeah. obviously. Uh, we're going to talk about league standings real fast. Right. So in the National League, going east to west, the Washington Nationals, the Chicago Cubs, and the San Francisco Giants are all leading their division. Right. And in the American League, we have the Red Sox in the east, the <clears> Royals <throat> in the central, and the Texas Rangers in the AOS. No longer... The Seattle Mariners. Uh, so that's a bit of a bummer. Fuck the Royals. Yeah, fuck the Royals. Before we do anything that has to do with the Rangers, let's say fuck the Royals because... Because everyone wants to compare them to us? Yeah, that's true. I remember every time the Mariners are good, people say, oh, they could be the next Royals. It's like, no, what? fuck that. We could be the current Mariners. The Royals we're not could the... be the next Mariners. We're not the next anybody. We're the right now us. Also... <laughs> Fuck, I don't even know. Fuck the Rangers? Because well, pretty yeah. much every year it's Absolutely. whoever's on the top you you hate. Well, yeah. So I haven't hated the Rangers for a while. Well, because... right. Every year you hate whoever's in first place. And every Unless year it's the A's. you hate the Angels. I never hate the A's. Well, every year you have to hate the Angels regardless. Like I was saying, fuck the Rangers and yeah. fuck the Royals. Okay, um, well. Oh, sorry. Did you have more you want to talk about around the league before we get to what I, happened? Are you surprised week? with with any, any of these of teams? Um, the let's Rangers. go down the list. Are the most surprising. Yeah, I'd still say, I know we talked about this last week, but I'd still say the Giants are probably number one there for me, just because, who do they really have? I mean... Well, it's 2016, Dustin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even years. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I think the Rangers is the most surprising. They're always hurt. And yeah. uh, I forgot, I think it was Billy Bean who said it, but he, he said the, the best way to predict future injuries is to look at past injuries, and they were super hurt last year. That's true. And they've been super hurt this year. You Darvish uh, just came off just the got deal back. for them. And before we move on, fuck Ian Desmond. They just moved him from shortstop to left field, and he has like two or He's like 19th ranked in the MLB. Yeah, Ian Desmond is on my fantasy team, so I love him. <sighs> fuck Ian Desmond. Fuck you. But anyway, you. that's enough about the Rangers, and that's enough about my fantasy team that nobody wants to hear about. Right. Uh, let's talk about the Mariners, what everybody's really, really here for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, over the past week, we saw two series uh, at Safeco Field. The A's came to town for a three-game set. The Mariners won two of those. The first game, we dropped to uh, we dropped to the A's. Rich Hill was on the mound. He really shut us out. Eight scoreless innings. Uh, and that guy has really been tearing it up this he's, year. He's been fucking crazy. His K per nine is, is 11 point something. And he throws his curveball, which is a great pitch. 41% of the time. Which is unprecedented. I tried to find any pitcher who would throw it 25% of the time, and I couldn't. Barry Zito, over his career, known for his crazy-ass 12-6 curveball, threw it 21% of the time, which is half the usage of uh, Rich Hill's Rich curveball. Hills. Yeah. Insane. Which is insane. That, he's, that just speaks to how good that pitch must be, that he can throw it that often and still get these results. Right. Because usually a secondary pitch, it partially relies on surprise and so the fact that hitters are going up there and, they, and they, they they've read this coming. they've read the scouting report exactly they know it's coming they watch the video yeah and they still can't hit it i mean that's just crazy maybe at age 36 he's just thought well my arm's already fucked up i'm just gonna I'm just, throw my curveball yeah, screw it and he, and he goes all in and i mean it's worked it's been nine years since he's had relevant decent, season right 3.1 yeah, yeah. war in 2007 since then nothing until now until last season technically right his story is just awesome he's a fucking monster the game after that leonis martin had his late inning heroics walk off two run home run when we're down by one run right uh two outs in the bottom of the it, night it was a, a one two count so down we to our last strike, strike away man I remember uh, I was at work, uh, inappropriately listening to this game when I should have been working. But yeah, well. uh, when I heard that call come out of, uh, I missed it. Come out of Aaron Goldsmith's mouth, I just I seriously ran out of the room, and uh, and freaked out. One of my coworkers actually asked me like what was wrong because they thought I was really? screaming because something went bad. What time yeah. was that game at seven? Uh, yeah, okay. it was a late game. So it was late, yeah. And then. Uh, the next game, the final game against the A's, the rubber match, we blew them out of the water with a crazy offensive performance. Adam Lind that was checked fun. in with six RBIs. That was at home too, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It's weird. I just, I'm not accustomed to us being good at home. Well, on Cause... that note, good news, you don't have to get accustomed to it. We had an off day, and then the Twins came to town and Fucked swept our up. asses. Yeah. yeah really. Um, Three-game sweep. First game saw Felix. Felix really loses touch. Well, he, he had a really bad third inning, but besides that, pitched well. He did settle down quite a bit, but I mean, still. He gave up, what, he, five um, runs that inning? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and it was not a... I was at the stadium for that game, and the atmosphere beforehand was electric. It was great. I, I'm sure. It, it was, always is when Felix were, is pitching. Yeah, and there were like four promotions going on that night, right? Because Felix was pitching. It was a college night. Ah, uh, there are a lot of Hayu. Were there? Yeah, there are a lot of Hayu Doug girls there. Yeah, Fuck. that's why you always got to go to every college. I night, know. Seriously. Fucking, and like okay. girls will come down from Western. Even I see them in like their Vikings gear. Oh really? Yeah. 
Um, but it was also bomber hat night and it was firework night. Wow. So wow. You know, the stadium was packed and it really sucked to just see the energy slowly get sapped out on this like right. dreary. And it was, it was pretty instant. It was, in it was third inning. Did, yeah. did you get a bomber hat at least? No, I didn't. It sucks. We showed up like an hour early and they're still gone by the time we got there. I was like, damn, you're fucking Yeah. Me. I mean, people really like their bomber hats. Yeah, I guess clearly. so. You know what they say. Nope. Nope. People, be, people like bomber hats. Yep. That's what they say. <laughs> that had that old saying goes, right? Yeah. And then the next two games of the series, we lost a back and forth game yesterday. And today there was nothing really remarkable. Uh, Taiwan Walker pitched wasn't his sharpest he hasn't been good for like five starts uh yeah he hasn't been great he starts off games well and then just unravels yeah uh, walker i would also like to bring up pitched uh opposite rich hill in that opening game against the a's and he pitched really well in that game yeah he did uh, they, until it was, he a, had, it was a good duel until he had that one dinger right? well he had that one disappointing inning he ended up getting tagged with four earned i think yeah no i don't think they're earned because they were from oh, two errors. Oh, those two errors. Yeah. That's right. Ah. Fuck Chris Taylor. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, luckily, we don't have to worry about him. As I said last week, I don't like Chris Taylor. And as I'll still say this week, I don't like Chris Taylor. Yeah. And uh, speaking Fair. of players that I don't like, this is quite a segue. Yeah. Speaking of players that I don't like coming up from AAA yeah. to replace injured players, Stefan Romero, now uh, patrolling the outfield in Safeco once again. He's... He's only had four plate appearances. Oh, and he's been really good. Okay, I pretty much put nothing into AAA numbers, um, especially this far into the season. But he's been really, really good. I hate his guts, and for no great reason other than the fact that in 2014 okay. he started 72 games and Half was worth season. and was worth negative 1.1 WAR with a 52 weighted runs created plus. So 48% below. Yeah, and I know, as Mike said, that's about half a season, but it sure sucked. It was a really bad half season, and watching Stefan Romero run out there every day, I mean, he's got a good arm, but his defense is just passable at best, and... Yeah, he does not look good out there at all. His bat, when he's up there, it looks like he's swinging a twig. He looks looks different. He looks useless. He's changed his stance, and he looks a little better up there, at least, like, just from the quick eye test and I, he's four plate appearances in so yes well i think you should give him a break uh we'll have at least 15 days while lance martin <clears throat> is on the dl with a left hamstring strain uh we'll have that amount of time to see what romero is capable of but i'm clearly not very optimistic uh romero, right. romero will be splitting some of uh martin's innings with franklin gutierrez as well as sean o'malley not ideal no. At all. It's definitely not. You'd much rather have Martin out there, especially with how well he's been playing. But hopefully we can ride out this storm. Hopefully we can riders on the storm. I was going to make that reference. <laughs> and basically tread water until we can get those two players back. Yeah, because clearly we're going to get swept by the Twins every series if they don't come back. Yeah, you really can't have that happening, can you? No. It's one thing to get swept, but it's another thing to get swept. It's it's weird how much they this... those two change their lineup, and if coming into the year, I would have said Leonis Martin is going to be a below average hitter, yeah. and Marte will probably be a little below average as well, and Marte's been pretty average, but Martin's been great. Oh, yeah. And I'd I... say... 
if he would have continued, if he would have not gotten hurt and continued his performance, he probably would have been sent to the All-Star game. Really? Yeah. It's it's only been 15 games. Or it'll only be... Yeah, I know. He still might make it, but I'm saying... You think it'll be the difference? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's fair. But whatever, you know, All-Star game is not that big of a deal. It's nice to see your hometown players go to the All-Star game, just... Well, uh, especially for a guy like Martin, he's he's never... Oh, yeah. He, he's really only had two full seasons. And he looked like he was toast last year. That's why right. we got him so cheaply. We got him for uh, he was, Tom Wilhelmsen. He was Tom Wilhelmsen. Terrible. And right. Wilhelmsen's been terrible, oh, God, for the record. He? Yeah. Oh, it's kind of sad. I love that. Uh, yeah, I love that guy when he played for us. He's so fun. He, you know, he's he's like a goofy character. And his story, the fact that he was a bartender. Yeah, he was out for, he was, what was it, five years? Yeah. And then eventually he was like discovered How somehow. can you still throw like 95. 90 yeah. more after mixing drinks? Yeah, that guy must have been hitting the gym, but. Have no. you seen the picture of him, like, kneeling down, like, smiling? <laughs> no. He, is he, he has, like, a ponytail. Is this when he was actually bartending? Yeah, he looks kind of terrible. Do you know what kind of bar he worked at? Was it, like, a dive bar? Was it, like, a hipster bar? Was I'm, it, like, a sports bar? It, it was in Florida, I feel. I, I, okay, so it was a shitty bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was in Florida. It was a hipster shitty bar. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, we don't mean to get everybody's spirits down talking about the injuries and the losses, so let's talk about something a little bit more optimistic the Mariners run differential. Currently, the Mariners sit at fourth in all of baseball uh, in positive run differential with plus 48. Ooh. Well, that's good. But didn't we just win a game, game 10 to 0? Um, we won that one uh, 13 to 3, which works out to be okay. like plus 10 so, swing. Uh, but that's it's, not fair to just cut out the right, outliers because right. if you were to do that, then you right, cut out right, all right, the games right. where we lost by that much, right. too. Right. Okay. Well, and so. That's sort of the idea of run differential is that yeah. it, it equals out all the peaks and troughs of scoring into something that yeah. is a little bit more. 48, that's pretty good. Uh, do you know where the second and third teams are? I don't even care where the Cubs are. Uh, yeah, Cubs would be first uh, with uh, 112. Are you kidding? Yeah, that's obscene. That's uh, so plus good. 112 run differential. Uh, we're going to be fawning over the Cubs all season, I think. I think so. I mean, I love every the, I team. I love the Cubs. I mean, I, I hate them because I ain't them, if that makes sense. Yeah, barely. <laughs> but yeah, run differential, always a nice number to look at because it tries to get at the heart of your team's true talent. Uh, taking yeah. out all the sequencing and just saying how many runs have you scored versus how many runs have you let score against you. So if the season were one big game, we'd be about fourth overall in baseball. Yeah, that's, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, yeah. It feels weird to to look at it like that, but yeah. Well, it feels weird to look at it like that because that's not how the world works. Right. But still, it's a nice... If you're looking for a silver lining this week, I'd say that's your number to look at. Or you could watch Silver Linings Playbook with Bradley Cooper and God, Jennifer Lawrence. That is such a good film. It is. I'm not kidding. When I saw that in the theater, I was like blown away. I was like, wow, this is really good. I didn't see it in It's theaters, definitely but... like... I don't rewatch movies. Oops, I just dropped my phone. You're going to be able to hear it. That's fine. <laughs> I love Bradley Cooper. Uh, I love Jennifer Lawrence. Even after I saw Can those pictures of her our, vagina. her nudes on our podcast? Uh, they're pretty gross. I don't see why not, right? We're already tagged as explicit on iTunes, so we can definitely talk about uh, Jennifer Lawrence's she, vagina. She, she took, like, really close-up pictures of her vagina and, like, really yeah, spread them. Yeah, there is pretty raunchy. It's, like, it's something but, else. <laughs> who wants that? 
I don't know. Like, okay, gr- girls. <laughs> you and I both looked at them clearly. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you okay? You can't not. It's Jennifer Lawrence. But okay, girls. Girls don't want you know guys for some reason. Guys always send unwarranted dick pics. I wouldn't want a warranted vagina pic. I don't know if some girl was like, hey. Hey, she she comes to you. She says, "Hey, right. I got this picture of my vagina. Do you want to see it?" I would say yes. Oh yeah, totally. But that's not. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> What's our point here? <laughs> On that note, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about Hisashi Iwakuma and his penis. And, yeah, and the, <laughs> we're gonna talk about Hisashi Iwakuma's dick pics and why he hasn't been pitching very well. And right after that, me and Mike are going to play a quick game of Would You Rather. So stay with us on Griffey's Naptime Podcast. You ain't got to pretend with me. I need the wool. I'm a skin the sheep. Shit, take the bull. Skin it to the me. You full of shit. We in too deep. I do this. She knew the deep. Like two feet. Fled two times. She want to kick it like Bruce Lee. Brought you in. I'll take you out. Ball like tendon, I waited out. It's no worth. We slank the droughts. The life for me, you just hanging out. Don't get comfortable and lay on the We're back. Thank you for sticking with us after the break. Uh, coming to you from my bedroom. Uh, Mike is here wearing his Christmas PJs. They're like a mistletoe. They're adorable. They are pretty adorable. Uh, it's my sister my sister bought me a shirt to go with this. It's a long sleeve. It's like a baseball tee, but long sleeve. Is it the same pattern? Green sleeve. Ooh. No. It, it looks great, though. Yeah, it's really putting me in the holiday mood. Yeah. All right, speaking of holiday mood. Uh, no. Hisashi, <laughs> Hisashi Iwakuma <laughs> um, is a pitcher for the Seattle Mariners. He is. He joined us in the 2012 season and was originally... He was originally banished to the bullpen, Uh, but after performing well in the opportunities he was given to start, he became a full-time starter in 2013 and had a monster season that year. The point I'm trying to make here is Hisashi Iwakuma, formerly a good pitcher, currently not a a so good pitcher. A bad pitcher, And so uh, my question for you, Michael, is what has happened from then to now that has caused Hisashi Iwakuma to not perform as well? So I did a little digging. And digging and digging and really just dug myself into a, a, a big hole. I, lot, there's a, lots of lava down where I was digging. <laughs> and I found not a ton. Um, his pitch usage, he's basically throwing everything at the same rates. Uh, depending on the pitch, his velocity is down. His four seam got about 1.5-ish uh, miles per hour off of it. Which is... Significant, significant right i mean even in a small sample and and most of his pitches he's i think most pitchers um starting off the year they'll start a little lower and sort of climb and sort of ramp up in velocity yeah that's true but it's been i mean it's the end of may at this point yeah and he's still 1.5 down from his career sorry if i could interject Average. um i've heard that velocity <clears throat> loss is very very strongly correlated with aging related decline so right and he's 35 hardly any pitchers Looking at you, Felix Hernandez, hardly any pitchers can lose velocity and still remain effective. Like, I can count on one hand, probably, how many times that's been the case. Right. So, and it's kind of weird that he's using his pitches in the same, uh, at the same rates if that decline is a thing. Um, he's kind of introduced a cutter this season, and he's thrown it in the past. He's... Uh, thrown it 97 times a season and um, 170 
over his career because he really introduced it last season. So he's throwing a pretty bad uh, cutter this season, and I you'd kind of expect it to be just fine, but it's not great. And he's using his uh, his shooto less, which is they kind of call it a backward slider, but it's more of a two seam with some sink and it's it's a really good pitch against righties because it comes in on the hands and you can usually induce really weak contact so it's kind of hard to look at the data and say you know he's using it less or so much less because uh there's so much disagreement between sites and Right. within since that pitch is so unique the way it's categorized in various sites like Mike and I tried to look at Brooks baseball and fan graphs and we couldn't really get and, a, yeah, yeah. We couldn't really get a definitive result on the usage of this pitch just because it doesn't really fall into any of the defined categories. Like I think sometimes some of the sites will profile that pitch when he throws it as being a two seam and sometimes they'll profile it as right. being that cutter that you spoke of. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to get really good concrete data on that pitch. And the results that he's been able to get out of it, but and it it, it, it looks like he's throwing it less regardless, and I don't know what the reason for that would be. But as a result, it, it seems like he's doing worse against righties this year. He usually he's, uh, I think, because he's a, a pitch to contact pitcher, he is usually pretty even ish between yeah. splits. But uh, this year he's been pretty dog shit against righties. Yeah. Which, so I think that plays a role. Yeah. And uh, something also that I think is worth bringing up, you'll remember at the beginning of the season, you may or may not remember, uh, he was signed to a contract by the Dodgers pending a physical. And right. after he went through the physical with the Dodgers, the Dodgers apparently saw something they didn't like and canceled his contract, after which we ended up signing him again. Which is and terrifying. So, right. That really makes you think especially since you can't see anything directly in the numbers, it really makes you think there might be something physically wrong. He might be battling an injury that has yet to manifest itself, but the Dodgers clearly saw signs of. And for the most part, looking at his pitch effects data, the break on his pitches has mostly, it looks like, been the same on on everything. The only thing is velocity, and he's struggled more this year than ever in his career maybe since his rookie season with command he, he hasn't been pitching to yeah his spots that's, well. that's also something that's really important i think is his walk rate has really gone up which in my mind does sort of point to maybe an underlying injury because right command is something that relies a lot upon mechanics mm-hmm. as opposed to like stuff and like pitch break not necessarily so and i don't think uh this would be a problem so much with Iwakuma, but a lot of times, and some people are saying this about Felix, but when you do lose that velocity, you you try to make up for compensate. it. Compensate. Compensate, yeah. Uh, and uh, have a lot more effort in your delivery. And right. that can mess with your command, that can throw off your mechanics. So it's kind of just a, a, a vicious circle that kind of snowballs and compounds. And uh, so that, that could be something. But one and a half miles per hour off on his velocity, uh, on his four seam is... A decent amount. Yeah. It's something I would keep an eye on going forward. I mean, the guy is 35 years old. Yeah. So he's no spring chicken. Right. But I don't know. I think he's at least got a solid rest of this year in him. Mm -hmm. I'd expect him to regress towards his personal mean a little bit as the season goes forward. Yeah. But I wouldn't expect him to ever reach that 2013 level again where he was 
an ace, but man, do you remember how awesome that was? That 2000, if I could just spawn over this for a little <clears throat> while, that 2013 season was where fun. we had a one-two punch of Felix and Kuma. Oh man, that was good. He was, he was really, really good. Yeah. And it kind of brings forth the question, how much slack do you give him? You know, that's a really good point because we do have some pitchers that could conceivably fill his role. And we, we have a lot on the line. That's true. Yeah, it, this isn't exactly a throwaway season where you could just be like, well, he's on contract and we don't want to waste a younger player's active years. Right. Uh, you don't want to start burning their contracts too and soon. And really, he's playing on a one-year contract. He's got two option years, but right, right now he's just playing for $12 million. So that's a good question. Um, obviously, that depends on how well his replacements are doing. I'd consider those to be James Paxson, uh, who I actually don't know how well he's, he's doing in AAA. He's been tearing it up uh, really there's been games where he's pounding the fuck out of the strike zone pitching like crazy games where he's throwing you know incredible strike 85 90 percent wow strikes and I, i'll just keep seeing because i'm not watching the games but i keep seeing Obviously. on twitter um just good games over and over and over again and well that's exciting and that's encouraging to know that there is somebody that could possibly take his spot even though paxton you know, he's one of those guys where you can see him perform in the minors and then something happens in that leap to the majors where mm-hmm. it's not necessarily there. But I'm always down to give Paxton a shot. Uh, well, and the thing with him is he's not the most durable either. That's true. And that's why he's in AAA right now. Right. Even beyond Paxton, it wouldn't be the end of the world giving Mike Montgomery another go. I'm not as, as high on him as everyone else is. I really, really like... Vidal Nuno. I was going to say, and even in an absolute pinch, you can bring in Vidal Nuno. He's, I really like him as a number five, which Iwakuma is not. No, uh, at times it doesn't really feel like it, but we do actually have a lot of pitching death. We We do. We've got a lot of pitching death. (laughs) We got pitchers dying out here, man. No, we've got a lot of pitching depth that we can tap into should someone get hurt. Should Iwakuma actually be hurt or just bad? The, The thing is, we have a lot going on in our rotation right now. Felix has not been great and well his era is great it's sparkling but uh, he has he has not looked good uh right his predictors such as fielding independent pitching uh, fip have not been very good and so that means that while so far he's gotten good results it doesn't seem it seems unsustainable it's well that's why you know basically He's been lucky. That's why he had such a bad game. Is what these numbers would tell us. So, is, is that's just a regression of the mean. So, he, I, I mean, he's not been terrible. He just hasn't been Felix, right? And there's Tywan Walker who has pitched well, but seems to pretty much just keep unraveling. You know, in the in the sixth inning, in the seventh inning, in the fifth inning, whatever. And he, he's, he's definitely Tywan Walker is definitely one of those guys that gets hurt by the beginning. You know right. what I mean? And he, he's looked pretty electric a lot of the time, but oh, yeah. he's just struggling a little with hitting his spots and and his secondary pitches, you know, just having them all on the same day. Yeah, that's that'll be huge if he could get all of his secondary pitches clicking all at once. Because his fastball might... and his changeup, both very good pitches. Oh, yeah. And the curve is he just can't he he i don't know he he never he never has them all right it feels like i think it's just the kind of the the trifecta of felix iwakuma and and walker all with significant ish problems yeah um and 
we can't afford to fill them with Nuno That's and true. Montgomery right. and Paxson. So yeah, if something goes wrong with one of them, then we can sort of fill in that gap. But any more than that, then we could be. In They've got to fi- so, figure their shit out. I mean, we can't really limp into the deadline and, and pick up a pitcher. Right. I don't think we're gonna have time for it on this show. But how about next week? Uh, this is a little teaser for next week, everybody. So you got to listen next dick, week to get dick this. Tease. Yeah, this is a little dick tease for next week. Uh, Mike and I are going to talk about trade deadline moves mm, that uh, might possibly be made, assuming we're still in contention when that time rolls around. We will be. I, I'm optimistic we will be, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for uh, talking to me about uh, Hisashi Wakuma and doing all that research, digging into uh, the Earth's inner crust in order to find those right. numbers. I'm burnt up, turned up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm sure our listeners will really appreciate that analysis. It was really solid. Yeah, thanks. All right, well, uh, I think we've got time for one more segment. And this this is going to be a little would-you-rather game you and I are going to play. Mike and I both independently thought up of some would-you-rather questions. So we're going to share them now. Do you want to start or me? Yeah, sure. I'll get us started. It's your your first one. Would you rather only drink Bud Light for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. or... Have Jay Buhner be the only commentator for the Mariners. Clearly drink Bud Light for the rest of my life. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Like, you're only, you're only fluid. Not even just your only beer. Your only fluid you can drink is Bud Light. Like, imagine you just got done working out and you have to... Would it hydrate me? It. Well, I mean, it's mostly water, so yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, mean, I, I guess it hydrates you, but... Yeah, I'm going to go with Bud Light. Yeah. Jay Buhner's... That's fair, actually. Basically the bane of my existence. You know what's funny is uh, I put a survey up on my Twitter account. Mm. By the way, my Twitter account, at Compass Rumpus. Uh, you can go follow me for some really good Mariners tweets. But anyway, I put out a survey uh, to my followers mm-hmm. to see who liked Jay Buhner. Did it, it basically said, do you like hearing Jay Buhner do commentary? Do you and like hearing the options, him talk? And the options were yes and no. And no only won 60% of the vote. So really? no did win, but only 60% of people don't like hearing Jay Buhner. I was like, no, no, no. I really wanted to say after that, like, if you voted yes to this, please unfollow me right now. If you like hearing Jay Buhner spew his shit, then he's, oh God, then he's go, the then go buy, go buy a truck at no. I feel North like we're Western always Sports. losing by eight when he's commentating, which gives him all the more reason to talk about shit that's not related to the game and bitch about us. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go drink a Bud Light, and while I'm doing that, you can let me know your next question. All right. <clears throat> Would you rather have a brand new state-of-the-art kingdom-esque uh, stadium okay. or Safeco Field? And one thing that this stadium, besides being all new, could do for our team is maybe do something with the air slash wind and change things huh yeah i get where you're coming from with that question that's a good question domes Um, are also pretty ugly you know i think what i'm gonna say is i'd rather stick with safeco field right just because i really love the place i genuinely i know this is partially just because it's ours and so you're inclined yeah and you're inclined to like it but i genuinely think safeco is one of the more beautiful stadiums in all of baseball they say that they sports they built it for it to, you know, last 100 years. It's beautiful. There's no bad seat in the place. The facilities are all really nice. Yeah. It's got a shit ton of, like, bathrooms. So 
the line is never too bad. Like I'm always able to, I know this isn't like something people typically think about when they go to a baseball yeah, game. Yeah, this seems weird. But I'm always able to use the bathroom in a, like in the time in between innings, in between half innings, you know? Really? It never takes me any longer than that. Yeah. Because the lines are I try not to short. pee at, at games if I, if I don't have to. Yeah, I also try not to pee at games, but I do try to drink, which means I end up peeing right. a lot. Also, that you know earthquake that they say might happen is probably gonna fuck us up and i wonder what it does to seiko oh you know what i'm talking about yeah i guess the if we could earthquake. turn this yeah quote the big one yeah unquote i guess you're right I it's never supposed really... to be like a like like nine on the richter scale yeah but i mean at that point uh earthquake of that magnitude is basically like you can't build a stadium that's earthquake proof to that so fuck it you know a- anyway <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Griffey's Seismic how, how, Podcast. How morbid. Yeah, <laughs> that is morbid. Um, all right, yeah, 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 so you, you're, you're, you're up. Oh, boy, my turn. Okay. Oh, oh, boy. Would you rather get in a fist fight with Rugnet Odor or, Ma- or Miguel Olivo? And also, let me remind you that Miguel Olivo bit off a dude's ear of Mike Tyson style. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Fuck. He, <sighs> I think I'd go with Odor. Yeah. He clocked Batista pretty good, but... He's Olivo, also a little smaller. Olivo definitely has dad strength. Uh, this one's just a pretty standard question. Would you rather have Bryce Harper or Mike Trout? Oh, man, that's a good one. That's one of those, like, everyone sort of sits around with a beer and asks that question. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I don't. Because most of the time when people sit around with beer, they always end up talking about politics or religion. I think that's just you. Most people try to keep it light when they're drinking. But anyway. I'm not about that. Um. Between the two, really what it comes down to is Mike Trout has the longer proven record, but it seems like Bryce Harper's peak ability might be higher than Trout's. I think, yeah, I'd say so. And so it's a tough question, but ultimately I think I would take Mike Trout. I think so too. And the thing that scares me about Harper is his swing. It's it's very violent, and I feel like... It's uncontrolled. I think he's a little more injury prone because of it. And That's true. But he, I mean, we've seen Mike Trout be a little reckless in center field. I don't think he's he's been pretty durable though. Bryce Harper has missed considerable uh, time, I think. But I just feel I the only time I remember him missing was I think he smacked a piece of equipment and it he threw some equipment on the ground and it bounced up and hit him. Lomo style? Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Fucking remember idiot. when Logan Morrison broke a bat in the tunnel and it came back and gashed him in the eye and he had to miss playing time because of it? guy. Oh, boy. It <laughs> didn't look cool either. What a character. Uh, Harper is like 23, though. That's true. He is younger. Harper's, or Trout. Trout's young, but 23. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really lot. young. Yeah. I think this. he was worth 9.5 war last season. Yeah. Trout's? Well, still. Uh, my answer is Trout, and I'm sticking to it. I think I would... I would... Really, you can't go wrong in this situation. Right. But, I think, uh, I, I think yeah. I'd go Trout, too. Yeah, Mike Trout's my guy. All right, uh, Mike, I've got one more bonus question for you. This isn't actually in the would-you-rather format, but I thought I'd throw it in here anyway. Okay. Uh, do, marry, and kill. You're fuck, all familiar with this fuck game. Fuck, marry, kill. Okay, fuck, marry, kill. You're all familiar with this game. I'm going to give Mike three people and he's gonna decide which one he'd rather fuck which one he'd rather kill and which one he'd rather marry your your contestants on this show michael god damn it seth smith 
Oh. <laughs> Day Holy or Adam Lind? <sighs> Christ. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my God. I feel like Seth Smith would be a super good husband. He looks like a father. How? He looks like somebody you could go like he, on no, a fishing trip with. He looks like an uncle. He does. He looks like everyone's uncle. He does, absolutely. I have an uncle that if Seth Smith came to Christmas and my he'd uncle probably, wasn't there. He'd probably blend right in. He would. <laughs> I guess like, oh, hey, Uncle Russ. What? Did you lose some weight? Yeah. What? <laughs> you look... Looking good. All right. Um... <sighs> All right. Well, wow. You can't dodge my question. I won't. <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to marry Seth Smith. All right. I think. You can't argue with that choice. He looks like. And he's kind of a handsome guy. He could probably right? make, like, a good omelet. Yeah, and plus he's rich. I don't know about rich. Uh, He's a millionaire, so that's rich by my standards. Yeah, you're right. Okay. That's rich by the standards of a guy who just sold his TV I guess for money last week. just because he kind of looks like a dirtbag. I'm sure he's a really nice guy, but I'm going to kill Adam Lind and nice. fuck. Who would have ever thought? Go ahead and let that picture sink into your head. Who, who thought at the beginning of the episode that we'd be talking about fucking day holy yeah i don't know <laughs> he's that, kinda... <laughs> that, uh, that that like you said that's my answer and i'm sticking to it all right i th- believe we have one more from michael oh, God. i don't know how we move on from that but we're gonna do our best uh, i thought i had two okay uh would you rather have cory seeger or oh. kyle seeger and i put a kiss from anna kendrick but i think i'm gonna change it because I, I, I love Anna Kendrick. Yeah, you do. Uh, I'll change it to Lana Del Rey for you because you love her for whatever reason. I do. Well, because she's sexy. She's I've got, not that great. I've even got this great Lana Del Rey poster uh, hung up in my room. You guys really ought to see it. It's something to behold. But anyway. It's nice. Is the kiss on the lips? Uh, <laughs> it's... It's... It, uh, you don't know where... It could be on your hand. Ah, oh, dang it. Oh, that, that it's, adds a... it's pretty likely on your face. Okay, okay. Could well... be on your penis, your phallus. All right. Um... That's a word of the day, phallus. Yeah, Mike has used phallus at least three times today. As appealing as that section second option is to me, I think I'd still have to go with Corey Seager because he's younger and so... he plays shortstop. So right? I'd say they have about the same upside, but Corey, Corey is younger is going to be under team control for longer, and... Why are you being pragmatic right now? Oh, that's the way it goes, man. That's... <sighs> I'm drinking Bud Light for the rest of my life. <laughs> You're right. That's the most... <laughs> that is the most non-pragmatic thing I've ever heard in my life. How long do you think it would take you to die if you only drank Bud Light as, like, your only fluid? How how long do you think you could do that before you died? I don't know. I don't I don't know how it would work. We're going to have to engage in, like, a... Experiment. Super, in, like, a Super Size Me style experiment. Ooh. Only it's Bud Light instead of McDonald's. Oh, God. That makes me want to just... I've already like first had... thing in the morning, you know how your throat is all dry when you wake up in the yeah. morning? Can you imagine yes. reaching over to your bedside table with just a Bud Light? <laughs> <laughs> That's so nasty. I've had 24 ounces of beer today, and that... That was too... Like... And even that was... Like, like I, I wouldn't want to drink any more than that. Right, yeah. Be, like, casually. Right. You'd be a wreck. I, but I don't want to listen to Jay Beaner. Dude, I I don't think anybody would fault you. If somebody came up to you and they're like, hey, Mike, we've noticed you've only been drinking Bud Light. I think you have a problem. We need to take you to get help. You're like, well, I had to do this or listen to Jay Beaner. <laughs> People would say... 
Oh my god. Mike, you're an American w- hero. Thank you yeah, for not would, making us all listen to Jim. I would have done the same thing. Oh, 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 I do have one more. Oh, we've got a bonus question. Mike yep. has one more. Okay. Everybody hold on to your seats. So <laughs> hold on to your seats. That's all you're saying. It's hold on to your hats. <laughs> Is it? Oh, you're right. <laughs> but whatever. So as you may know, um there depending on your manager and whatever sport, sometimes they partake in some weird, weird behaviors to try to kickstart the team uh managers will go up and argue or fake argue with umpires and try to light a fire under their players asses um on the note of asses lloyd mcclendon mooned he pulled down his pants and mooned the team what where did you hear this story i know for a fact that happened do you have like an inside an inside reference uh twitter uh hey that's all the reference i need and that is pretty hilarious <laughs> uh mooning player i don't know what to google i'm just trying to picture lloyd mcclendon like 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 imagine lloyd mcclendon laying in bed with his wife at night and being like god honey i don't know what to do i've tried everything with this team they just don't they just don't seem to pull it together and lloyd mcclendon miss mcclendon is like well miss- honey did you show him your ass? Miss McClendon. And he's like, you know, I think you've got something there. Oh, my God. And then he walks into the clubhouse the next day and just moons everybody. Okay. To be... And then we lose a bunch of games. To be frank, I, du- I Googled it. I Googled, okay, this sucks. Now I have Lloyd McClendon pulled down pants <laughs> in my search, in his search history. history. Hey, you did it on my internet, so it's linked to my IP address. Yeah, whatever. And I say, yeah, sure. <laughs> but he 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 mooned but yes but he mooned uh the mariners team so was this a would you rather or is this just something you wanted to no this about? is a would you rather okay. would you rather see lloyd mcclendon's what's the word like dimply, dimply saggy ass oh yes like a golf ball absolutely or jack zarenzik's ass yeah um I'm going to say Lloyd McClendon's. Really? Yeah. Just because he's a little bit younger. And I feel like black people's skin. Wow. What? I don't know. It's just. I feel, I, I feel like their skin is nicer for like okay. into, into old age. That's just, just a bad so, way to preface. Like, <laughs> so if I had to, if I had to pick one. That's true, actually. You know, I bet you, I bet you Lloyd McClendon's butt looks nicer. So. Yeah. That's my answer. And right. I'm sticking to it. All right, well, uh, I think it's time we close out. Thank you for joining me today, Michael. It's g- good to have you here in person. Yeah, next week I'll, I'll probably be on your phone again. Yeah, you probably will be, but that's all right. We'll get you back here soon. It's nice having you here. You can catch Griffey's Naptime Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Search us on iTunes. Search us on Stitcher. Search us on TuneIn Radio, even SoundCloud. You can find us on Twitter. I, Dustin, am at Compass Rumpus. Mike is at Sounding Off Blog. Aptly named. Yeah, and please check out our website, soundingoffblog.com, where you'll be able to find uh, game recaps written by Michael. You'll be able to find... um, Other things written by Michael. Yeah, mostly things written by Michael. We're gonna... Bid adieu. This has been another episode of Nippy's Nippy's Griff Time Time Podcast. Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. I'm a problem to niggas, pop artillery to carbon, it's with them, starving to hit them, spar with a nigga, 
Just watch, I'ma kill them all in a minute. It's the ticket dodging, aristocrat. New bitch whip with the system slaps. And nigga missed the slide and it skimped the sack. Nigga hit the function with a pick and axe. My nigga missed me.